0: Thank you. Thank you. This is my brand new podcast. I'm pretty excited about this. Late Night with Bradley T. It's a talk show where I'll have some unique and pretty cool guests with exciting backgrounds and dynamic personalities. I'll even be joined by a co host from time to time, so you won't want to miss it. We'll be discussing today's politics, world news, sports, and how corrupt today's media has become, and the effects it's taken in our personal lives, our freedom, our rights, and liberties. And with just a little bit of biblical faith and food, I'll be sharing how to walk through all this madness and maintain peace in your life despite what's going on in today's world. So check it out. Stay tuned. And at the end of each of my podcasts, I'll have a free gift that I'll make available to you. So join me. I'm telling it like it is. I'm your host, Bradley T. Well, hey, all right. Hey, I'm uh, pretty excited about this podcast today. Uh, we're going to kind of have like a Mother's Day edition since Mother's Day is tomorrow. Um, yeah, pretty excited about that. So don't forget, uh, all you sons and daughters out there, make sure that you call your mom, give your mom a hug, go see her, bring flowers. It's Mother's Day. Make her feel Awesome! So I have a special guest. I've been excited uh, to have uh, a guest like this in uh, my studios. And uh, today's guest is a, uh, a mother, so it's a fitting uh, choice to have uh, Alicia here today, everybody. Let's welcome Alicia, and we will—let's um, let's do this the right way. <laughs> All right. Yes, yes. So Alicia is a uh, mother of two. She has a son, a daughter. Um, Her husband is Air Force, and they are currently stationed at an Air Force base here in the United States. They are not overseas, and I'm uh, excited to have uh, her here. Uh, We're going to talk about uh, what it's been like as a mother to a uh, military spouse, um, just things like that. Just kind of um, enjoying um, w- what it is, uh, and and it's not easy uh, to be a military spouse. Um, whether it's uh, re- genders are reversed, um, I had neighbors that were um, the wife was in the military and the husband was not and so uh, those things happen too but we love our 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 men and women serving in the country that's one thing that I'm very passionate about especially um, being a uh, a diehard American love our servicemen I love the men in blue our uh, our fire departments and the ambulance, all our uh, emergency personnel that respond. I love them all, and I'm pro, pro-military. Today's guest is Alicia. Alicia, welcome to the studio's it's Late Night with Bradley T. How you doing?
1: I'm doing good. Thank uh, you for having me.
0: All right. This is exciting. And um, you're a mother. Uh, tell us a little bit about uh, yourself, uh, the kids' ages, and... Um, have them in the studio also. They're someplace around. Uh, But tell us a little bit about uh, the kids and yourself.
1: So... I'll start with this Uh, My husband and I have Been together for 20 years We started Dating as far back As high school, ninth grade And he went to College uh, after Graduating high school in Nebraska He played basketball for 2 Years there and After that we kind of came to A point where it was kind of like What's next and so He decided to Joined the Air Force, and it was just kind of like an unspoken understanding that we were going to get married if that were to happen, and so we did, and that's kind of where our journey as a husband and wife began. Awesome. So um, shortly after he joined the military, we got our first duty station, and that's where our, our oldest was born. Um, she's currently... Well, I I guess it's fair to say that she's twelve now. Ah, Her birthday is coming up this month, so a, we'll just round it out. A tween? Yes.
0: Tween. Where did who in who invented that word? Where did that come from? Well, I guess you had to come up with that kind of new um, what do you uh, what do you call it? Like a, a generation growth uh, before you get into a teenager, and and you're not still a kid. Um, you know what they should have, Alicia? What's that? Since you have the kids and you guys are, you know, you go out to a restaurant, they ought to have a queen menu they have a kids' menu, <laughs> but they don 't have a tween menu how How crazy is that that would be cool uh, yes, uh, would you like a tween menu for her
1: well it 's funny because I feel like even with our youngest, who is um how, oh, he just turned five. Sorry, I had to think about that. But n- neither of them are very fond or have been very fond of the kid menu. Uh, I feel like since they were able to eat table food, so they've always eaten off the adult menu. And it would have really been nice to have kind of like that middle ground. Especially for pricey. Yes, exactly. So a a tween or I'm not Uh, quite an adult menu would be great. I love it.
0: A tween menu. If you're a restaurateur out there and you're listening to Late Night with Bradley D, first of all, thank you for doing that. Subscribe, follow me. Um, Anyway, if you're a restaurateur, think about a tween menu. Offer a little bit of discount for the tweens.
1: Well, because they don't want to eat chicken nuggets, but they they want, you know, the deliciousness of like a nice juicy burger. Oftentimes, I feel like the quality is not the same. If the kids were to get a kid's burger from the kid's menu, it's still like. A hockey puck of some kind.
0: <laughs> yeah i I've seen that uh, the grandkids ordering. So yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I know we got off track there for a little bit. Uh, uh, so uh, you and your husband married. Um, you haven't you, you have an anniversary this month. Is that correct?
1: Yes. Yeah, so we'll be celebrating our fifteenth wedding anniversary this month
0: amazing and you you mentioned um your your husband uh, went to uh, college uh for ball uh basketball i'm assuming yes yeah he's a hooper huh <laughs>
1: Uh, yes, I could I, say that.
0: I actually did a little uh, background, and I know that um, a local high school uh, he played for, he was uh, racking up some points there, all-star, and um, a prep-recognized uh, uh, city athlete of the week uh, honors, and or the month, or whatever, um, but... Pretty exciting, Um, and I know you were probably wondering, as you know, the two years were going by in college. Like, okay, what's next? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And um, the talk of the, you know, talk about um, military and a possible career in there. And once you, once you, actually, you, you guys were um, assigned a base um and that was ne- Las Vegas Nevada um that air force base is called
1: so Nellis Air Force Base is the base that's located in Las Vegas Nevada but i believe there's also a second one is it Creech maybe yeah i think it's Creech Air Force Base but
0: wow awesome yeah so and once uh once you You know, you got to that base, and you're like, "All right, wow! It's hey, we're we're making this happen." I mean, was there a little bit of, um, and and I know there if there's any new listeners and there's um, uh, newlyweds and they're thinking about you know, going to the military. Well, here's your chance to hear if you're a spouse, um, possible, you know, like, was it kind of scary? Did you have butterflies in the stomach Were you guys like, okay, we're really going to do this. And
1: I wouldn't necessarily say, and I know it's different for everybody, but for us, it wasn't scary at all. Um, I think being in the military gives you a sense of security as it is. So financially, we weren't nervous or scared as, as, you know, as far as that goes, but That's kind of awesome. starting out, you know, with just the two of us, um, on this new journey was, it was more so excitement than anything.
0: I I yeah I could I could see that I could see that uh you know with here we are a new city where you know where the possibilities in the military are uh travel to um destinations that are may not be in your control I mean um growing up in uh, in an army family and my wife um in an army family they just didn't know where the next assignment would be and just the thrill of, "Hey, I could get stationed here is that's pretty cool, and of course, you know there are some other duty stations you know unfortunately that maybe some may not like, and others you know think it's not a great place to go, but you know that that's okay um as long as you're together as a family and um nobody's stationed overseas, in which kind of leads me um you know, kind of, kind of to the next question, and that is, um, if there's other military wives, newlyweds, newlyweds that are just getting into this, and uh, their husbands all of a sudden get an assignment uh, to um, go overseas, and um, it's not, what do you call it when you can't take your spouse? Um, it's just a deployment for the husband. Am I correct? Something like that
1: well there's unaccompanied tours um which typically would mean that the active duty member would go to a location you know typically for about a year the family would stay at their current duty station while that active duty member serves you know time typically like korea or turkey guam places like that and
0: in, in in the military um Air, the, each branch has a different um, way to address uh, the soldier. Uh, in, in in your case, your your Air Force. So, do you recognize like your husband as your airman?
1: So. I'd like to make a point to say that this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves when people just generalize all active duty members as soldiers, Um, because that's not the case. They each have their own specified name. So Air Force would be Airman. Army would be Soldier. um, Navy is uh, Sailor, so on and so forth.
0: Oh, Marine, Marine. Marine. National yeah. Guard, I think, or soldier.
1: Soldier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct.
0: Well that that's uh that's definitely something to remember. If you're listening out there, um, our men and women of the armed forces, there's uh, different branches and um, and you just heard the uh, uh, how to identify them. That's 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 awesome. I'm Um, sorry,
1: but to answer your question, I typically do not address my husband as my airman.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's that's great. Um, And that's that's fine in with respect. To, um, you know, your children, and then your husband uh, getting orders deployed. Um, tell me how many times uh, Chris has been deployed.
1: A lot, I think more than I can probably remember. Maybe five. I think it's been six years. I mean, I'm sorry, six uh, deployments. Six deployments out of fourteen years.
0: Can you name some of the destinations
1: Uh, or
0: assignments, I should say?
1: I think he's been to Qatar, Kandahar, Afghanistan. Uh, That's all I can remember. (laughs) Kuwait? Uh, Yeah, Kuwait. Um,
0: Wow. I think he's
1: been to Qatar a few times, actually.
0: Wow. In Afghanistan. I remember uh, at one point... um, getting a picture uh from uh chris out of afghanistan and one of those sand storms um came through and just like just messed up the whole camp and it was definitely uh it's called a what a a babu or what is it called the sandstorm cell so it'll come it'll come to me um And each deployment, what what kind of length of time, you know, at home with the uh, the house and you know household duties and raising the kids, and what was what was kind of the average that you saw?
1: So I think it'd be fair to say that sometimes it can vary for each person depending on their job in the military. But for us, our deployments have typically been six months long.
0: 6 months was there a time that he did close to a year on one time no?
1: Um yeah close to it yeah
0: mm-hmm. so sometimes you know the 6 months might run a little longer than you yes. know they said a ha- a habu I think it's a habu the sandstorm <laughs> babu <laughs> sorry um and uh if if you had um you know, some advice to, you know, like newlyweds and, and we could even call them newlyweds just coming into the military. They could have been married a year, two years, but newlyweds with the military. Right. Um, during that time, I, I'm sure you found some challenges uh, with, you know, with the kids um, having to uh, obviously uh, operate your day-to-day household. Grocery shopping, um, and not everyone is um, gets a home base um, in their hometown, and so you kind of rely on you know friends in the community, the military community, other wives. Um, I'm sure there's groups like that. In your case, um, you know what was kind of some of the challenges while your husband was deployed.
1: So military uh, spouses always joke about Murphy's law because whenever your spouse deploys Murphy's law is a thing so <laughs> you always experience something that you would typically not experience if your spouse were to be there
0: oh I get it
1: um so you know and our in I'll, I'll use something that happened to us while we were in San Antonio you know we owned our own home there and we had a water pipe burst in our home and just flooding everywhere and it was kind of you know what do I do so you definitely depend on your uh I mean, I guess it's different for everybody, but we were so blessed to have a, a community of neighbors who just were invested in one another as friends and as as family away from your own family, you know?
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, that's that's got to be really important.
1: So, um, you know, our, our, our crew, you yeah. know, that you find um, definitely helps take some of that weight off of your shoulders, even if it means just, you know, offering to babysit or bringing you a meal or um, helping call the plumber, you know, that sort of thing
0: and did did this uh specific occasion um happen like you know two days after your you know chris left for deployment or did it happen a week later i mean it doesn't matter it happened and it's like you know uh you were saying you you joke about it murphy's law and it's like i've tried to go camping before and i've got customers never heard from you know in months and all Of a sudden, that day it's FaceTime. I need to see you, you know, and it's, it's like, oh, I gotta get going fishing and camping.
1: Yeah, well, no, if I remember correctly, it definitely happened right as he left. Oh, <laughs> the,
0: that is the worst. Uh, and and you know, those are those are major issues because you then you know, you're looking at contacting your insurance company, getting, um, uh, their help to bring in a contractor's license to do that? Cause you, you just can't do fly by the night. Yeah. So
1: when your spouse deploys, one of my biggest, um, advices would be power of attorney. Uh, when your spouse, you know, your spouse is going to deploy, make sure you have power of attorney so you can, you know, make decisions, uh, that you need to make if, you know, it will involve a spouse, uh, Signature or okay of some kind.
0: Wow, uh, I, I never thought about that. I could, but I definitely can see the value of that. That's that's excellent. So, if you're listening out there, my late night listeners, definitely put that in some notes. Um, so, I have some more questions. We're going to take a quick break, uh, and we're going to come back. We're going to talk about um, when your spouse. Uh, rises in the ranks and the uh the role this the um the wife, uh, and we'll talk about uh, gender reversal with this position, um, but uh, becoming a, uh, a spouse in the military community that uh, takes um, kind of a lead as the husband uh, grows into a leadership role. I think so does the wife. And um, I want to talk to you about your specific role as a key spouse. So we're going to take a break, don't go nowhere. Nowhere. You're listening to Late Night with Bradley T. He's a made man, and he happens to be a good friend of mine. But these things I know for a fact, because I'm kind of like a godfather to him, huh? Take it from me, Don not You're going to want to stay tuned, huh? Capiche? Hey, all right. You don't want to go nowhere. You want to stay tuned. That was uh, Don Jensevesi. We don't need to go into anything else and what he's up to. And just stay tuned to Late Night with Bradley T. You can find me on your local podcast, Late Night with Bradley T. Look for me and let's just work with... um, uh, getting new topics out there and enjoy some conversation we have Alicia with me here in the studio and we are uh, talking about um, uh, the military career and we have um, we have a couple questions for you here let me do with one question uh, like is the commissary cool to shop at I yeah yeah, I've always, you know, when we were military kids growing up, the the commissary was fun to go to because they had different foods and stuff.
1: I think it depends on your base. So the quality of your commissary is not always the same. Oh, man. Um, I personally have not been a fan of the commissaries uh, at each of our base that we've been to. So I almost prefer to shop elsewhere. Oh, okay. But I will say that, you know, in some instances, it's it's convenient because you can find some things that, you know, maybe that your average grocery store won't carry.
0: Well... Wait a second. You were you guys were stationed in San Antonio, uh, and I know Texas is big with the H E B. Yes, I love the H E B.
1: Yes, by far the best grocery store. Uh,
0: I just wish we had one here. I,
1: I if I could take H E B on each PCS, I think I I really would. Oh,
0: that's just so great. And I and I know. Um, uh there are some i i think many bases and 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 i'm i only say this because at one time the state of colorado uh you couldn't buy um alcohol or beer on sunday so my next question was like uh they at the px is that correct or or the BX. The BX would be the place to buy it Air Force. Yeah.
1: PX is Army.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Because that, that's where uh, we shopped when we were kids in the military, under as military kids. And my wife as well, they're Army. So uh, it's neat learning uh, like base exchange and then post exchange. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's, well, thanks for uh, letting me know that. And, um, they they did serve, or they did sell uh, beer on Sunday, uh, and and it's strange because there's some I think all almost all states now do, but there was a time where you know Sunday you couldn't buy uh, alcohol here. So that was my next question is, uh, and you're probably not a you know big drinker, but for some, um, you know it's like hey, uh, my friend is military, I'm going to call him up and we'll go and. Have some beers at his house or something, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm not too familiar with the alcohol portion, but what I do know is that there's been a few times, you know, Sunday barbecue. Oh, what do we do? And the shopette comes in handy sometimes. So I think if you're ever out of luck, the shopette will get you covered.
0: Awesome. So you, you, uh, you newlyweds coming into the military, something to think about. That's, that's pretty cool. Anyway, all right. So let's get on. I wanted to talk to you, um, uh, about your uh, your current uh position um you're a key spouse and uh you I I want you to you know give the listeners a definition of, of key spouse uh but I do know that um it's just not a uh you know a, a title that just you know comes easy um each each base um or squadron is mm-hmm. that correct um may have a key spouse um, or mul- uh, a key spouse could be multiple or is it just single and is it as your your husband rises in leadership um, with whatever service they're in, uh, in this one um, the Air Force um, does that kind of fall into place with a key spouse?
1: So As far as key spouse goes, um, you know, when we first started out 14 years ago, it really wasn't a thing, Um, you know, our first year in the military. So I really didn't get to experience what a key spouse role was 14 years ago. Um, I didn't have a a key spouse, you know, for for me Um, throughout the years and as, you know, some of the... Cultures gone into different directions. Um, there's been more support and more encouragement for, you know, the spouses of the active duty members, which is kind of where the key spouse role comes in. Mm. Um, and so it, not everyone can just be a key spouse. You have to be pretty much um, appointed by the commander. You, you know, the commander asks you and, you know, writes up a, a letter and you sign it and document and all that kind of stuff. You go through training and whatnot. So um, this this duty station was really um, my first experience with a key spouse in general. And so I just feel like I've kind of got thrown into it. It's like I've never experienced what a key spouse was, you know, as a spouse.
0: But wait a second thrown into it you were actually if a commander and usually commanders if i'm not mistaken are really high ranking yes. and uh and said oh i i you know i want you to do it you're basically volunteered to do it and uh uh usually commanders are are what uh colonels um lieutenant colonels or
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it it just depends on your squadron.
0: And and you don't want... It's not like you're going to... No, I ain't going to do it. And then, you, you know, the commander's staring at your husband all day long. <laughs> it's like, oh.
1: Well, I mean, that's true. I, You know, our commander, she's just... She's been the best. And so I don't think there would have been any hurt feelings if I would have said no. Um,
0: but it is an honor.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely felt... Um, you know, like you said, an honor that you know she saw that I was fit for the role, so um but I guess just kind of what I was saying was, I never was on the other end. I never had a key spouse to support me in any of our you know time in the Air Force up until now. And so, you know, it's kind of like, well, I've never experienced it. I don't know what it's like to have that support. And then now I'm supposed to be there for other people doing something that I've personally never experienced. So just in that sense, kind of being thrown into it. But, you know, they prepare you. You go through classes and training and um, you kind of have your own little support system within other key spouses. If you have questions on how to like um, be there for your members and and so on and so forth so really my role is I'm pretty much like a liaison between you know the spouses and the commander or the squadron if you know we have unit problems um, I can assist I have resources if they have questions about anything um, I kind of can cover all areas
0: and you do um, – with this, um, you do work um, alongside of um, the the commander um, helping um, kind of bring like the community in your squadron together, um, hosting uh, like special occasions um, you, when a new – Arrival comes uh, – a new arrival, like a new member to the squadron, uh, maybe from another base or anything like that. Uh, Do you guys welcome them in? How Do you guys kind of like make them feel like, hey, you were part of the family, the community, that type of thing?
1: Yeah. So thanks for bringing that up because there's so much that goes into – you know, being a key spouse that I probably won't cover, remember to cover all the bases. So that's a really good point. Um, When we do have new incomers, you know, we are able to provide um, resources for, you know, the city or the town, the base, your squadron. We do um, uh, what we call, um, oh, man, uh, Oh, I can't remember what we call it specifically, but, you know, we we get together and we do things um, as spouses without the active duty member to kind of build that camaraderie, that trust, that bond. Um, so, you know, I think the latest thing that I did for my spouses was a uh, bonfire, oh. which was really fun. And, um, you know, all the spouses came out and it's just a time to kind of connect with one another. Because oftentimes, you know, we get so busy with, you know, things going on in our life that sometimes the last thing on our mind is to go hang out with somebody. Um at your husband's work. so True, yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, newcomers provide information, you know, schools, daycares, um, where to go, places in the area to avoid safety concerns. You know, right now we're in Oklahoma, so kind of tornado
0: yeah. grounds.
1: So, you know, yeah. th- those are things that some people aren't familiar with such yes. as myself, so, yes. you know, I'm like, Oh, a tornado kid. I didn't even know that was a thing. So, you know, we let our newcomers know like, Hey, you know, it's probably a good thing to have like batteries on hand, flashlights, oh, yeah, water, yeah. stuff like that. So, um,
0: that, yeah, that is, that is absolutely, uh, uh, I think essential, especially in those parts. Not everybody is accustomed to, um, you know, growing up in Tornado Alley, and and the, there's a lot of states that uh, have those. And, you know, if you've never seen one or been in one, and there's some cities probably never even um, – you know mounted a, a tornado siren on a on a pole because it's just very unlikely for that to happen and then all of a sudden you you get jump or you get put into the mix and jumped into um a possibility that you've never even come across you, preparedness i think is um very important and that sounds um like a role that would help in that case because you do you wonder okay well what do i need uh, well it's good to have some extra water on hand batteries things like that that's, right that's uh great and those are you know those those are like the um the happy times where you, you guys are getting together and um And bonding and um, walking through their husband's deployments Mm -hmm. um, because not everybody gets deployed at the same time. Um, One of the spouses um, in your squadron uh, may get deployed, and then, you know, if it's um, a a wife that's a spouse staying home, they have some support to fall back on. And that's where your role comes in. Is that correct?
1: Yeah. Yeah, essentially. I mean, what I might do just, you know, might not apply to other key spouses because, you know, sometimes I like to kind of just be me. And so what I would naturally do um for others might not necessarily be what is expected of a key spouse. Sure. So, for example, you know, I had a... um a wife whose husband was deployed and you know I just wanted to let her know that I was thinking about her and so I put together like a self-care basket and I went ahead and dropped it off to her just to say you know I'm thinking about you and you know I'm here if you need anything but that's not necessarily what's expected of a key spouse you're not expected to like give people gifts and Stuff like that. That's just who I am, though. So naturally, by default, that's just what I did. Um, But, you know, I think just to let everybody know that we're in this together and you're not alone, no matter what you're going through, whether it be a PCS or deployment or, you know, TDY or whatever the case might be, you know, um, hard times, missing family
0: yeah, so. absolutely. No, that that's awesome, I, and that's a. I tell you what, just being you is valuable, and I, you know, just hey, you're cool. You know, <laughs> I like that. That that's really cool. Um, along with those fun times, and um, you know, during building support uh, comes some of the um, um, some of the bad times, some of the ugliness of um, just you know, husband and wives, um, you know, in a military uh, setting and uh, e- even outside the military doesn't it, – it? it's everywhere and, you know, sometimes uh, relationships fall apart and um, there's a need for somebody to be there and um, that – That I can see probably happening um, in – not just in civilian clothing but in uh, military clothing as well. I mean – and you don't have to uh, expand on that but um, your training, did they ever talk about – you know, how to handle situations like that? Because I think it's important if you just talk to somebody, you know, um, and let them know that they're just as valuable as the next person. I mean, that could just repair a relationship in itself or at least um, bring them back together instead of, you know, trying to uh, see them, you know, fall apart or or
1: something like that. Yeah. So the great thing... About the military now is, you know, they've grown to have so many resources for so many different things. And so, part of, you know, the training that I went through was learning these resources. And they have, you know, tons of support for, like I said, so many different things. So, you know, how to get through deployments, finances, kids, um, you know. I know that, um, I'm, I'm, I was trained on how to provide support during different things. So, you know, well, I guess I, I won't get to, I won't expand on too.
0: Yeah. And you don't have
1: to. But yeah, we're definitely trained to handle so many different things, um, So I think it's I think it's important for especially new members to know, because this isn't something that I I think was aware of when we first joined the military is there's a resource for everything. So if you feel like you have a need, reach out, because in most instances, there's going to be something that's going to be able to to help in your area of need. Oh um, yes, absolutely. And you know, your your key spouse can pretty much help guide you um, in whichever route you you might need to go down.
0: Well, uh certainly this is this is fascinating uh for me and i know there's some listeners out there that find it fascinating uh because you know, our spouses just do so much and um you you've heard the saying behind every good man is a is a great woman and um and and i believe that 100% And um, a question that I that I wanted to ask you, has there been with your experience in 14, 15 years in the military, um, a reversal in gender? Has there been a key spouse? Because, you know, we typically think of a key spouse, maybe, or just a spouse, military spouse as as a wife, as a mother. But are there fathers Um, uh, husbands that are spouses you know
1: yeah definitely our commander now her husband is the key spouse mentor so he's my mentor Um, and you know he's just as much the same as I am just male wow
0: that is fascinating
1: I think a lot of the times, men who are in the spouse role often feel very secluded because it is so naturally key spouse, or I'm sorry, a a military spouse as being wife or woman. So. Yeah,
0: absolutely, absolutely. Listen, I, uh, I, I was known as um, Tammy's husband. So we'd go to church, and we were in a big church, and people would come up to me and say, "Hey, are you Tammy's husband?" Yeah. I, well, yes, I am. And before I can tell them my name, they're walking away. Nice meeting you, Tammy's husband. So I became Tammy's husband. So it's like, oh man, I'm I'm late night with Bradley T. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. You know, my podcast. You know, I should have named it Tammy's Husband. I actually should do that. <laughs> Make, create another podcast. Tammy's husband. Anyway, um, well, listen, I I, want to thank you for your time. I know we're really uh, getting close. Uh, I've gone over uh, a little bit more than what I I expected us to be here in time. I want to thank you for your time for being here. I appreciate you giving it up. And I know you have uh, some family you want to visit around in town. And so uh, we're going to wrap this up, let you get going. And... um, yeah i I, th- I thought it was a and we could go on and on by the way i mean this we should do a part two next time you come into town and uh continue this because it's it 's actually something that um I find uh interesting and very valuable uh information to know and be able to pass on to newlyweds in in the military uh world and um I think you know, with that being said, um thank you for coming. I hope you'd join me next time
1: yes, absolutely
0: yeah so i I always end uh my podcast and I want to share some scripture and uh Chris. Which is Tammy's or um I'm sorry, Alicia's uh husband. <laughs> I almost said Tammy's husband again. <laughs> um he uh shared some scripture with us and I wanna uh share that before we uh break this and um and uh let let you listeners get on to the rest of your day or evening whenever you are listening to this. Uh Proverbs twenty eight. Through 31. So let's read this. This is fitting for uh, Mother's Day. Her children rise up and call her blessed, her husband also, and he praises her. Many daughters have done well, but you have excelled them all. Charm is deceitful and, and beauty is passing, but a woman who fears the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. And Alicia, I know that you are truly blessed, your kids, your husband, your uh, your career with your spouse in the military and um, some of the career moves you have made. Um, and that could be part two is talking about some of the uh, jobs and, and work that you've done while you've been um, a military spouse. But you are truly blessed and a happy Mother's Day to you. Thank you. All right. So I have a free gift to offer each and every one of my listeners. And if you would like a special gift, I want to send this out to you. I want to get it into your hands. I have a Bible to give you as a gift. And all I need you to do is just email me at BradleyT at late night with BradleyT.com. And Bradley is spelt with a B R A D L E Y T. At late night with email me. If you need a prayer request, put one on there, and I'll be praying for you. God bless you, and thank you all for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.